Kathy Zipp, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Solar operations and maintenance is becoming an important topic to discuss more than ever. So we're here with Ken Kostak of O&M service provider Electris to tell us more about what contractors should understand about O&M, how asset management ties in, and a special symposium taking place during InterSolar where you can learn more. So Ken, thank you so much for being here with us. Kathy, it's a pleasure to be here and talk with you today about life after construction and commissioning of a solar plant or what we do, asset management and operations and maintenance. And let's get started right into those topics. Ken, can you begin by telling us how you got into the solar industry? I always think that's interesting. And briefly about what you do at Electris. Certainly. I come from a utility background, electric utilities, working inside the utilities and outside, both as an engineer and operator and constructor, designing, building, operating uh, all kinds of electrical facilities. That led me into the wind industry, where I designed and constructed a 200 megawatt wind farm up in Canada. So it was a natural progression to go into solar power as solar became a leading power generation technology here in the U.S., At Electris, we leverage those skills, my skills and our company's background to provide services to owners and stakeholders of PV solar power plants. Most of it is in asset management, which includes the operations and maintenance, and I lead the U.S. and Latin American business unit for helping owners to get plants designed, built, and up and running and to stay running over their 20-year life cycle. Excellent. So financing O&M and asset management, those are prominent buzzwords in the industry, but can you explain how they are all related? Good question, Kathy. O&M is operations and maintenance. It's really a subset of asset management. So someone's got to take care of the asset that's out there. In a lot of cases in the industry now, they're owners that are financial owners or yield co-zone these projects. So it's not done internally. Asset management includes a larger subset of other activities, including risk management, billing, collections, contract management. There's SRECs in the United States. There's feed-in tariffs in some other countries that need to be managed insurances, both for the plant itself and subcontractors on it, performing warranty work and making others uphold their ends of their contracts, and other management functions like reporting to fund holders, reporting to banks, and your interconnection and and other contract holders. So asset management really involves taking on the whole role of managing and running a power plant, in this case solar, over the life of the project. On the financing side, usually there's someone that's funding or leveraging capital to own or purchase a plant. So, And that's where the financing comes in. Lenders want to make sure that that asset is taken care of over the life because they're relying on revenues coming in from selling power to pay the loan off or to pay for this activity to keep the plan up and running. So the lenders have their own guidelines for what has to be done on asset management and operations and maintenance just to make sure it's properly maintained. More or less a guideline like for maintaining your vehicle. How often do you change the oil and, and go for solar has its own activities that need to go on year after year. Perfect. Thank you very much for clearing all that up, Ken. And as I understand, you have a lot of experience behind you. You've been involved with more than 150 megawatts of solar. So I'm sure you have some great insight for our audience. What are your biggest lessons learned that you can share with contractors? Sure. I think the biggest lessons learned, especially for the EPCs and the contractors and how to really bring your value to your projects and products here, is that 
the biggest impact that you can get on O&M is done in the design phase. So that sometimes sounds a little counterintuitive, but if you don't design the plant with the life cycle and what you need to do year after year to maintain this plant in mind, you can stick the following owners with issues that come up time and time again and cost them money. So paying attention to the designing and constructing that with the life cycle in mind, how do you maintain that plant, what people need to do on a monthly or quarterly basis, and engaging all the stakeholders is a good way that I think anyone on the EPC world or the contracting world can bring more value to the owners as they design and build and sell their power plants. It doesn't cost any more. It just takes a little bit more thought up front. Definitely good points. Also, we understand that Electris is helping to develop solar PV ONM standards with EPIA in Europe and here in the U.S. with Sandia National Labs. So you've also just joined the SunSpec Alliance, who is working on ONM standards as well. And you personally serve on a solar committee for Sandia National Labs involved in developing standards related to ONM. So with all that work, can you tell us about standards and the things that you're involved with on that end? Certainly. Design, construction, and getting the plan online, or what we call commissioning, all have standards in place, and they've been in place for a number of years. The IEC in Europe and the IEEE here in the United States all have worked to make sure that these kind of products have a proper design and constructed in a proper way. The tail end of that is once they're built and they're running, there haven't been standards developed. Solar is a relatively new technology, and utility-scale solar, especially the large-scale solar plants in the U.S. have been around only the last four or five years. So compared to traditional generation that's been around for well over 100 years, solar's on the catch-up mode because the maintain a traditional power plant versus a solar power plant. They're just a different technology, so different things need to be done. So as you mentioned, the European Photovoltaic Industry, or EPA, and SunSpec Alliance are working on two sides of the shores independently to develop sets of standards. We're working with industry experts that you've mentioned from Sandia, from NREL, from SunSpec Alliance, other manufacturers that make the equipment, and operators similar to Electris that touch these equipment on a day-in and day-out basis and work with many owners and see different things to develop standards that can help the industry set a baseline. What type of baseline do we need to maintain these units and what's optional and what's required. We want to make sure these plants operate well for the next 20 to 30 years. Having standards will do it, and then the standards also give owners a baseline and documentation with standard definitions where right now it's kind of wide open and there's almost as many different definitions of O&M and asset management as there are owners of power plants. Very interesting work that you're doing with all those groups. Going back to the SunSpec Alliance, I hear that Electris is participating with SunSpec to host a symposium on these subjects at InterSolar. So can you tell us more about that? Yes, yes. Uh, Once a year, industry experts gather in San Francisco in July. This year, July 14th, is the SunSpec Alliance Day for the Solar Asset Symposium. That's held in conjunction with InterSolar at the Moscone Center. Full programs being offered that really dives into all the areas to develop a world-class TV system operations maintenance. It's in its fifth year now, so experts are coming from around the world. The topics that we're going to be talking about are O&M cost models, proper commissioning 
techniques, key performance indicators, how do you measure your plants, and then developing effective contracts so you can hold your service providers accountable for the work they need to do and then compare one service provider to another. So if any of the listeners have not yet registered, it's coming up soon in about a month. And discount code is available if you haven't registered. It's on the Electris website to be able to get in a little bit cheaper. Definitely like a good discount. All right. Well, thanks again. We have been speaking with Ken Kostick of Electris. You can find out more about the SunSpec Alliance Symposium and register at sunspec.org or on the Intersolar North America website under conferences. So thanks for all that great insight, Ken. It's been good talking to you. It's been nice talking to you, Kathy. Thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to meeting many of you at the symposium next month in San Francisco. It'll be a good one. This has been another edition of Solar Speaks. I'm Kathy Zitt, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for listening, and please tune in next time. 